Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. My name is Linda, and I will be your host for today. Today's devotional, For Christ Alone, takes us through the scripture found in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 14 through 15. The first sentence in today's scripture states, For Christ's love compels us. Compels. Such a strong, descriptive word. The dictionary defines compel as to force or drive to empower, especially to a course of action. Compel is descriptive of the mighty force of a hurricane that levels everything in its path. Nothing is able to thwart its effect. Now, I have never seen a hurricane or been in the midst of a hurricane, but I have felt a strong wind pushing me from behind as I try to move against it. Getting to my destination takes great effort in that case. And why does Christ's love compel us? As the scripture tells us that just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. Therefore, it is the sacrificial love of Christ and our recognition of that incredible gift of being made right with God that compels us, that moves us forward into action. Now, the next question is, what does this new life compel us to do? The rest of our verse tells us, that those who live should no longer live for themselves. The ones who live for themselves are those in Murray's level one of the Christian life. A good example of this is the Christian life found in the life of Hezekiah, king of the southern kingdom of Judah. As Warren Wordsby tells us in his commentary on Isaiah, Hezekiah was a good king who trusted in the Lord of Israel and who sought to bring the people of Israel back to vital faith in the Lord. He tore down all the shrines to worthless idols and invited the northern kingdom to celebrate the Passover at the temple in Jerusalem. In 2 Chronicles 31 we read, And every work that he began in the service of the house of God, he did it with all his heart and prospered. Now you might ask, why would Hezekiah be put into Murray's level one? The reason is that although he started strong, his devotion to and faith in God wavered. While Hezekiah saw the approaching Assyrian army instead of relying on God, he sent a large tribute to the king of Assyria in order to bribe him not to attack Judah. And where did Hezekiah get the money for the bribe? He did not use his great wealth, but instead stole the money from the temple's treasury. Second King tells us that he even stripped the gold from the door of the Lord's temple and from the doorposts overlaid with gold. The ironic twist to the story is that the king of Assyria attacked anyway. God told Hezekiah that Jerusalem would not be captured, but Hezekiah didn't trust or have faith in God's promise. A lack of faith in Christ is level one Christian living. Murray's level two of the Christian life is described as the life of a true Christian who lives for Christ. In Francis Chan's book, Crazy Love, Chan recounts stories of ordinary Christians who were distinctly transformed by the beauty and reality of God's love and who, therefore, made a profound difference in the lives of others. One such Christian was Nathan Barlow. Nathan was a medical doctor who utilized his skills in Ethiopia, treating a debilitating foot disease found in rural districts where people worked in volcanic soil. P. 
People who contracted the disease called Motsi Foot were often treated as one who was a leper. This amazing man was the first to help these outcasts, and he spent 60 years doing it. Yet he died quietly without a lot of attention. No one really knew about him, but God knew how much Nathan Barlow loved him. He saw him every day pouring loving comfort to the marginalized of society. Jesus says in Matthew 25, 40, Truly I tell you, whatever you do for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do for me. You may never go to Ethiopia, but in God's sovereign plan, he has placed you right where you are, in a city where you live, and in their particular neighborhood, and in the church you attend. All God asks of us is to surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Do what he wants to do. Make a difference where you are, and by your love of others, bring honor to God. Murray's third level is different because it turns us away from our lives to the life of Christ in heaven living in us. In Hebrews 12.12, we learn that when Christ has offered for a time a single sacrifice for sins, Jesus sat down at the right hand of God. From this verse and many others, we learn that Jesus is on his kingly throne for God the Father, but he is not idle. Romans 9.34 tells us that Jesus is our high priest. Therefore, Paul asks the question, who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ intercedes on our behalf. Once we are a child of God, we are forever his. No one, not Satan or his demons, can come to the throne of God and level a complaint against us. That just won't work for Jesus knows our name. He knows who we are and we are his. Since Christ is living for us, he's preparing a place for us. Said, the Bible says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me also. There is enough room in my father's house. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Where I am there, you will be also. I don't know exactly what our homes will look like, but I do know that it will be more than what we can imagine or even think. Among the many things that Jesus is doing, he is also preparing to come again. In his first visit to earth, he came as a servant and as a sacrifice but when he comes again, he will come as a reigning king, a victorious warrior. Christ is the rider on the white horse in Revelation 20. In this chapter, we learn that Christ's name was faithful and true. We learn that the armies of heaven are dressed in the finest of pure white linen, and they follow Christ on white horses. And we see that on his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. This is the Christ in whom we believe and in whom we have placed our devotion. As Murray concludes, once the truth strikes you that Christ lives for you and enables you to live for him, you will be able to say, let my prayer from now on be total devotion to Christ. Then we will be second level living Christians trusting every area of our lives to Christ, and we will be blessed, and our Savior will get all the glory. Let's pray from our devotional. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that I may love you and serve you wholeheartedly. It is my desire to tell the world about you and your love. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. 
Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.